Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 117 of the Chamberlain and Chance Podcast, or as we like to call it, episode 1, BKR, or Before Kratos Return. My name is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.com. Joining me this evening is a man so hyped he can scarcely remember to breathe. Chance of the Games of Chance at Blogspot.com is here. Chance, breathe. Well, that's me. I'm Chance. Two days. I know. Two more sleeps. Yep. Um, Two more sleeps before Kratos. Yeah, I've I've consumed everything. Everything I can find. I've just been ravenous for it. See, and I find it go ahead. I find it interesting that we have like opposite reactions to hype. First of all, Alex isn't here tonight because Alex had to, you know, work for a living. Damn the man, we can't have Alex tonight. We'll hit, we'll get him back next week. I find it interesting that you and I react to anticipation in the opposite manner. When you get interested or hyped for a game, you go out and consume every bit of media you can. And you've done this before. Well, that's that's how I react to, to getting kind of a little bit obsessed or falling a little bit in love with anything. Yeah. Like, I just I just suck the marrow out of it until there's nothing left. And then I go, you know, I was big into dinosaurs once. I could name every fucking dinosaur. Which is why it still <laughs> pisses me off that they refer to the animals in Jurassic Park as velociraptors when they are clearly Dionysus. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, there's a... There, like, a real velociraptor is literally the size of a chicken. <laughs> so, but 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 Dionysus is not a cool sounding name. No. So they no. took the they took the cool looking acting animal and they gave it an the awesome name of a ridiculous animal. And they left the feathers off. What's up with that? Well, they, yeah. I don't think the actually the feathers weren't known to know science by yeah. the time of the first Jurassic Park. But anyway, back back to Kratos. <clears throat> yeah. I I am equally hyped for God of War on Friday, so much so that I have pre-purchased the game and will be picking up a physical copy on Friday at some point during the day. A but freakish and unusual occasion list. It's it's yeah, it doesn't happen often, especially a physical physical copy of a game. I'm going to the store to purchase it. But as soon as I drop my pre-order on that game, I cut off all contact with it. Mm-hmm. It's like my mind has already been made up. I want to know nothing else about it. I did it with Far Cry, and Far Cry was a disappointment. I don't think that's going to happen this time. Well, I... I really don't. I was, um... When, when, when it was announced, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll check that out. Because, you know, I've loved all the God of War games. Um, it's, you know, the next big AAA from Sony. Those yeah. are usually good for, for a good time. But I didn't see anything that really inspired me, and it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to get it. So I didn't care when a new trailer came out. Like, there were times when they would release 20 minutes of footage for this game, and I never watched it. Because, you know, I just, I didn't care all that much. I really didn't. Well, it's because Ascension was, eh. No, it wasn't just that. It was how this game looked, and what we'd seen of this game so far. Okay. It, it didn't actually seem like there was any promise here or much like there was there was potential the fact that Cory Barlog is there is 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 a good sign I've re- I've really liked everything I've ever seen of his or played of his mm-hmm. um and you know the graphics look really hot the over the shoulder thing and eh, it's kind of weird the combat itself didn't look fun the first time we saw it I don't it think it looked early. very fun I mean they, I wonder if they were honestly kind of hiding bits and pieces of no it. no everything we saw in that opening trailer I've seen um I've seen in gameplay Okay. Like everything. And, um, and yeah, I, I think it was when I didn't, I, again, I didn't watch any of that media until the reviews started hitting. And they were like, yeah. And we'll get to, <laughs> like, and I, like, I put this in headlines, but we'll just say it now. It has 92 reviews on Metacritic right now. With mm-hmm. 92 reviews, nearly 100, it is sitting at 95. Is that ahead of Breath of the Wild? I would be shocked if it was. But if you subtract the Nintendo bonus, 
of at least 10 points... Well, then, yes. The best Breath of the Wild could be is a 90. 96. Oh, wait, Breath oh. of the Wild for Wii U is 96. It's 97 for Switch. So it's only it's only two points better. As, as much as we honestly care about the numerical value of the reviews, the fact that it's resoundingly positive across... Yeah, everyone loves everyone. it. Everyone, like, yeah. Everyone yeah. loves it. And... Um, and they, what they're describing, and I've been wanting a particular game from Sony for a while, and I really, I don't know if I, if I wrote it or if I said it when Uncharted 3 came out, but I really felt like what I wanted to see Naughty Dog do next was uh, a really ambitious action RPG. Because mm-hmm. they got the graphics, they got the story presentation, and, and, and that's what I wanted from Naughty Dog. And then the closest we got was Horizon from fucking Gorilla. Yeah. Which, which I did not anticipate, you know, that game. And, and I loved Horizon. But in terms of like the minutiae and the way that critics are describing the game, how it's structured a bit like a classic Zelda, not like, am I spoiling shit for you? Do you know? No, not at all. No, no, okay. no. I, I, I saw that, that, that people were mentioning it alongside Darksiders as kind of an amalgam of all your favorite parts of other games. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Darksiders... Which is good, that sounds I think, good. Yeah, I think Darksiders is a good example, but also Darksiders, to me at least, suggests very simple, accessible combat, and that's not what this is. No. This mm-hmm. is some, like, hardcore tactical shit, you will die if you're not on top of everyone. And so what it really looks like to me is actually God Hand. Like the combat looks very god hand to me where you really need to be managing your skills and knowing which skill you need to do in this situation and managing the enemies that are coming for you because these guys will kill you. And that sounds fucking fantastic to me. It sounds like an, a natural evolution of Kratos because it seems he just seems less powerful now, which would make sense. All mm-hmm. of his gods are dead. He's no longer immortal. He's getting old. We don't yes, know he is. We don't he's know technically a, there's hmm? no gray in that beard. Well, we don't. I mean, I, it's difficult to tell how much time has passed. He's at best a demigod now. We don't know it's, this. We don't know the rules. Well, you're throwing stuff out there. You have no idea what you're talking about. For no, all we I know, don't. But I, okay. yeah, we we don't know. <laughs> we don't. Forget, no. I don't know. But it's fun to spitball about this before everybody. None of us have played the game yet. None we of us have played the two game. Two days. Yet. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that's true. I think Kratos is still a god. I think there are other gods that he's going to have to deal with. Um, and uh, and yeah. So so what we've got here is we've got, uh, first of all, AAA presentation. They're calling it the best-looking console game ever. Um, we've got kind a, a kind of open-world structure, but more like Darksiders open-world than than Breath of the Wild open-world. This is a series of, of custom-made areas to go through that... Mm-hmm. There is a central hub, and all there's all kinds of secrets off to the side to find. There's little side stories, and apparently every reviewer has said that these side stories are really good. This is stuff that you'll be like, wow, I'm glad I didn't miss this, because it's really cool, apparently. Horizon had a lot of that. Yeah, there's Stuff but, off the side that you could walk right past if you're not careful. Yes, but that's any open world. Yeah, true. This is, this is more of like a Dark Souls sense where there are, like, you remember... Uh, yeah, okay, so you never even, like, got to the yeah. end of no. Bloodborne. Like, you never fought a boss no. in Bloodborne. No. But any listener who has, who, who, who is not a pussy, has, <laughs> <laughs> maybe has beaten one boss in Bloodborne. And the size of those areas, I mean, that is, that is huge. And there are whole areas in Bloodborne, the size of the opening area, or bigger than the opening area, that are completely optional. You don't have to play these to beat the game. In fact, the game doesn't even point you towards them. You just walk right past them, never even know they're there. In fact, some of them are hidden behind, like, fucking scavenger hunts. 
where you find like a letter and you don't even know what to do with this letter, but there's a monolith on the far side of the game. And if you go <laughs> to the monolith after you've received the letter, then you can go to this new area. And it's, it's, it's huge and very, very generous when a game does that. And it always feels really, and what the reviews are saying is that shit is super rewarding in this game. They're saying ah. the combat is incredibly rewarding and really, really, um, really tactile. You really feel it. It feels really badass when you pull it off. They say the kid is not annoying at all. They say the writing is amazing. They're all dying to talk about the story. They refuse to spoil anything to do with that's, the story. That's a good sign. Yes. When they're, when they're hiding it out of quality, not spite. Yeah, they're, they're hiding it out of, like, reverence. They want you to experience this. And I've read so many reviews and watched so many video reviews that I'm kind of sick of them all saying the same thing. <laughs> like, I'm wondering if they all got these talking points from Sony, and they're like, yes, we should touch on that. But I forget who I was who I was listening to. I was listening to a podcast of a guy who was, like, flown out to such and such, to uh, to go hands on with it and and start playing it in advance before he got the review copy so he could finish up with the review copy and then write the review and he's playing through the game and he describes getting on the phone and calling some of his um just some cohorts in the game media to say like am i crazy or is this fucking incredible <laughs> like no man it's incredible so like this is this is the rpg that i've wanted sony to make for a long time it sounds like this is it's kind of zelda-esque there's some loot um there there's a bunch of skills the uh the combat gets really really deep i really want to see what new, what other enemies there are god i'm just dying i'm fucking dying to play it i cannot wait for nintendo fanboys to start shitting on it it's probably already happened Oh, I I haven't gone looking for it because I don't need that kind of stress or angst. But it, I, it'll be amusing when I finally see it. But Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Zelda, fanboys, Zelda. get a load of this. I I have have been hungry for a Zelda like game for a while. Yeah. Um. And uh, and so there's this part of me that's like, well, man, just keep on playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But my response to that, my internal response to that, completely honest, is no. I mean, like. You know, like a Zelda-style game. <laughs> like, not Breath of the Wild. I want to play like a Zelda-style game. And so... That's, that's so true, by the way. That's, yeah. Yeah, it is. And that, it I was is. really disappointed with it, frankly. And, and so, I finished Breath of the Wild, and it's that's completely true. <laughs> and so I went and bought Minute. Ah, yeah, I read that review, and, and I, I'm not going to buy it, but that sounds very interesting. No, I was playing it, and I really wished you would buy it. I really okay. want you, I really want you specifically to play this game because the, the loop, uh, the one minute loop. Okay. So for the listener, minute is a little cute little Zelda like game, uh, top down perspective, um, really, really simple combat. And the deal is you pick up this sword. And as soon as you pick up the sword, a 60 second counter starts counting down. When the counter hits zero, you die. There are two buttons that the game uses beyond, you know, up, down, left, right. There is a button to attack with your sword or sprinkle with your, uh, uh, with <laughs> a, yeah, you get, you get a, the only, the only two items, well, actually, there's three items in the game that you can use. One is a bone that you can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is a, um, oh God, I'm, I'm spacing on the word for a bucket watering with can? a spout. Yeah, watering can. The other is a watering can. Those are the, that, the sword and the bone are the only three items that you can pick up in the game <laughs> that I found. And, uh, so yeah, there's one button for sprinkle with your water can or swing with your sword and you don't carry both at once. Once you discover the water can, it just shows up outside your house. And as you leave the house after you respawn, you can either pick up the watering can or just continue on with the sword. And so the game has literally two buttons. One is swing the sword, sprinkle with the can. The other button is die. That's it. 
There is no, there is no jump. There's no nothing. Cause sometimes you're wandering along and you're like, Oh, I could do this faster, but die. And so you walk out of the house and you just strike off in a direction. Okay. I'm not sure what's over there yet. And you, you walk, you explore everything in that area. I'm like, okay, there's nothing else I can do in this direction. You die. You respond at the house. You walk off in a different direction. Let's see what's here. Oh, there's a mystery to solve here. Oh, there's a puzzle. Oh, let's see what this does. And sometimes it's, it's where you'll, you'll go there. Figure out what you need to do, and then time's up, you die. You respawn, you go back there, you go through it, you come out the other side, figure out what you need to do, die. And it's, it's, it, I, it sounds like it would be frustrating, but literally, I probably beat this game in about an hour and a half or an hour and 45 minutes. Do you need to redo a puzzle? Never. Once you've solved it? No. Okay. No. no. Okay. Well, that's not so bad then. No, no, it's, it's very, it's very smooth. It's very, it's just easy going. It's easy going. It's light. It's, it's really, really cute. Um, it, and it, it gave me what I was hungering for. It totally gave me that Zelda flavor okay. of, of like meaningful exploration, little brain teasers to solve. Um, yes, there are enemies, but no, they're not really important. Like you don't, you know, um, you don't get XP from killing anything. You don't get gold from killing anything. You don't actually have to fight almost anything. There's like two times in the games where you have to use the sword to kill something. Hmm. And, um, so yeah, it's just like this petite little Zelda. And it is really, really good, but it's ten bucks on PS4. That's a bit much for an hour and a half. It is, but at the same time, you know, I think about an experience like Super Hot. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah. I kind of put it there. Um, okay. I think if I was going to have Super Hot or Minute on my Vita, I would take Minute. Um, okay. Like it, it's really, really good. And specifically, I want you to play it. You specifically. Okay. Because understanding that you have so far to go and it's okay to die because I will have learned more and on my next trip I can get through it. I want you to have that experience and feel rewarded for doing that. And then I want to like slide you over to a Souls game because it really feels like it, it feels like the most rewarding part of that without any of the super hard combat. It's, it's, it sounds like, like if you boiled what I hate about a Souls game. And then it condensed on the top of the. There's no lost progress. There's no lost progress. You dump it in there. No, no, no. It's like you, you know. Okay, you, you, you strike out in a direction. You solve whatever puzzle was there. You get a coin. You die. And uh, and you still have that coin. You still have the watering thing if you picked it up. Okay. And I'm I'm going to get. uh, Do I want to get into minor spoiler territory? It's not really a big spoiler. There are multiple houses in the game. Oh. And these houses are by the game's nature, less than a minute apart. That's how big the game is. Like, it's, okay. it's you know, it's it's uh, it's a lot bigger than it seems when you first start playing it and understand how far 60 seconds can take you in any direction. Um, but it is, it, 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 it's compact, it works really, really well. Um, and I was, I was shocked that I was playing a game, an indie, very, very indie-style game like this, on my PS4. I don't buy indies for my PS4 anymore. I buy them on my Switch, or I buy them on my Vita, or I don't fucking play them. And unless you're something really special like Sundered. Um, and I was not that hyped for this game, but once I started playing it, I was in. 
I was totally wonder why this one made it out on PS4 and not a, a handheld. Is it coming out later on handheld? I, I would mean, be surprised. Surprising. I mean, it's Devolver, and I think Devolver definitely does have an eye on what's happening on Switch. Like, there is an okay. indie boom on Switch right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be... Like, every week. <laughs> yes. So, I'd be shocked if it didn't end up there. Hmm. And I did play some Overwatch over the weekend, but oh. all I remember about that is my brother got a lot of play of the games. <laughs> was he using Torbjorn? No, he was using okay. Diva. He got a lot of good. Oh, he got a lot of good self-destructs off. <laughs> you sound a little, uh, a little salty about that. A little, uh... little bit, a little bit. And maybe, okay. it's, maybe it's just all that time in Far Cry Five threw me yeah. off the game. And this, this week, <laughs> I haven't possible. touched it. I haven't even worked on videos at all because, and I'm sitting on almost 300 gigs right now of Overwatch oh, footage. I know there's a lot of plays in the game in there that no one's seen, and that's a crime. I agree. But what I do now... Why are you holding out on us? Come on. <laughs> in, in the time that I would be usually cutting together a video or working on the next video, I'm downstairs on the couch with my Switch working on Darkest Dungeon and Parks and Rec on the TV. And Still I'm, Parks and Rec. It's so good. It's so good. Where like an event will happen that I'm not sure that this event is actually good for this series. I think this could lead to a lot of boring plot lines. But Leslie is so happy about it, and I'm so happy for her. Like, <laughs> like you really become involved with these people. It's a wonderful, wonderful show. Huh. So, uh... Well, I finished Life is Strange Before the Storm. Okay. And last week, I kind of complained about the lack of sci-fi hook. I recall that. To get me involved, because there is no sci-fi anything in this one. There's no time travel, there's no distortion, there's no jumping into pictures. It's just the story of two girls at different points of crises in their lives basically falling in love. And at the end of chapter two, I was like, man, I'm going to finish it because I'm going to finish it. And then I played chapter three. And then the game broke my heart. <laughs> In, in a good way. Okay. It's got a very, very touching but sad ending because you know what happens to these characters because you played yeah, the, the first, first game. Yeah. You know that Chloe gets shot in a men's bath in the bathroom dealing drugs, and you know that um Ashley No, not Ashley, whatever her friend is, I forgot her name now, um, is killed uh, bef- is is abused sexually and then killed by one of the teachers in the school. Yeah. So you, you know that they both meet with very unfortunate ends. And, and the, the final couple of scenes, cause they, they go through the series of crises and then you have to choose in the end. There's always a big choice at the end of these games. There's a choice at the end. If you reveal something to Chloe is her name, and not Chloe, Chloe's friend. If you reveal something to, to the, her friend or not, and you, and then there's this montage at the end of the two of them, you know, away from their parents, away from the bad situations, just being two teenagers who may or may not be falling in romantic love. It's never spelled out. It's never clear. It looks kind of that way, hmm. but you just, you see these two, these two lost souls, literally, who found each other at just the right time to keep from going mad. And then the final scene is a teaser for how she's murdered. Ah. And, and it makes sense because you played the first game, but it's just like, wow, these two characters, you, you couldn't give them a happy ending. You had to shit on it. And I know why they did it, because everybody knows what happens to these characters, but it's just, I wanted to be happy for them for a little while. And then there's the post credit sequence. And you're like, oh, God, now I'm depressed. <laughs> That's really shitty. 
I see it, it is shitty because because you come to like the characters and you, and you want them to have some time because they both I mean one character's father died a couple of years ago and the other other character finds out that their mother is not their biological mother and that their father has been trying to build. So both of them are living in these empty worlds and they find each other and then you know that at the beginning of the next game they're dead. And it lays that on you. And now you gotta deal uh, with it. That's shitty. I, th- I feel I, like that's shitty. I feel like, I feel like anyone who played the first game, you're, you're, it's unlikely you're playing this game if correct, you haven't played the first correct. game. If you play the first game, you know what's coming and what you want to end this on is the feeling that like, wow, these, I know that these girls are headed towards tragedy, but right now it's okay because at least in their life yeah, they had love. They, they, they skip you know? that. They, they, they gloss over that warm feeling f- to kick you in the nuts. Right at the end. So, finish that. And then, it's this weird in-between time, because like you, I'm purchasing God of War on Friday, and I don't mm. want to start something large. I've got Nino Kuni 2 sitting here in the to-be-played section by my TV. I'm not starting yeah. that now. Even if I don't like it, I want to give it more time than I'll be able to give it between now and when God of War comes out, because when God of War comes out, things stop. So I kind of went looking through my list of things that I purchased and haven't played yet, and I found Hand of Fate 2! Yay! I forgot I bought that game. So I... I now, is, is that a card kinda. battler? It, it, it's, it, you do have cards, and each, each encounter is laid out like a board game where your cards are laid out in a pattern on the table, and you move your little icon between cards. But each card flips over into some sort of encounter, whether it be a combat encounter, or just some talking, or a shop, or maybe some mini-games. So there's some definite randomness in there, but the, the meat of it ends up being a, an action game. Vague action yeah, it looks RPG. Like an action yeah. RPG. So it's fun. I, I do, I do like it. Uh, I never finished the first mm-hmm. one because it got at the very end much more reliant on luck than skill and brutally hard, honestly. This one has gotten hard too soon. It's like they took the combat and they dialed it up several notches to where it's more difficult. Plus, it's got the very typical Arkham combat where you've got like, here's an attack and here's a dodge and here's your counter button and here's your bash button for breaking, for breaking uh, guard, which is fine. It's simple combat. It doesn't get near as deep as Arkham. But the problem is in the Arkham games, if Batman's punching and you realize, shit, I need to block, you can interrupt the punch animation to block. And it looks mm-hmm. cool because it animates in between the two things and it looks really cool. In this one, it's not the deepest combat in the world, I will admit that, but the combat in Arkham always looked like it's cool. In this one, once you start the attack animation, you cannot interrupt it with the block button. You need to wait for that attack to finish before you can block. Which is a problem when you've got a dozen enemies. (laughs) There is no game that I like that So, that sucks. And it, 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 it brings, what it does is it slows the combat way down because you end up just waiting for them to attack you first. So you can counter, repost, and then jab, 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 and then back off again and go to the next one. The, the combat is, it becomes a slog when it shouldn't be. It should be a much lighter affair because I'm not here for the combat. I'm honestly here for the kind of the, the individual randomish counters from the cards and to unlock new cards and to, to play that part. So, it's apart from that it is everything a sequel should be it looks better there's more cards there's more weapons there's like 25 challenges or encounters in there whereas the last one was much shorter it's a much larger game i just i just wish it took a little more time to get harder 
because I'm only like three or four encounters in, I'm getting killed by the combat. And part of it's because I'm annoyed by it, and part of it's because I'm just getting killed by the combat. <laughs> Plus, I swear that that that, that RNGesus, the, the random gen number generator, has it in for you. It's like, I swear it's cheating. 82? It's, no, it's, it's definitely good, and it's boss. definitely better than the first game. You need to be in the right mood for it, though, because you can get screwed by what cards come up. Or I'm, yeah, and, and that sounds like something that you would. But just, because it's you because it's like a from. card game, I don't know. It's like the part of me that remembers how Magic worked kind of glosses over that and will play it. It's I mean, it's a good game that I'll be able to like play in doses. Like like tonight, I'm not gonna have a lot of time tonight because we're gonna be done recording and then I gotta full school around. I gotta oh. do this, so I'll play like oh. you know a round or two of that and move on. So it's it's a good in between game. And then I noticed that there's a sale on Xbox Live, and it said indie horror sale. I'm like, oh, horror games. And I went through, and their definition of horror is not very good, because it's got a lot of other stuff in there. But I picked up What Remains <laughs> of Edith Finch for like 50% off. Yeah, that is it's not a not, horror game. But 50% off feels like the right price for what we're, for a walking simulator <laughs> like that. So maybe we'll give that a shot. I don't know what else is going on. I, 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 I need to pass the time tonight and tomorrow evening, but I do not want to get involved in anything that I cannot drop to play God of War on Friday. I do not have the bonus you know, that you have of having Monday off, of which I am quite jealous. There's, well, I was originally supposed to have the next ah. Friday off, and then I and then I went to my boss. And I'm like, you know what? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, like I was I was kicking myself. I was kicking myself that I didn't I didn't like plan for God of War. But the thing is, when I was sitting up these days off like three yeah. months ago. I didn't understand that I was going to feel about God of War the way I feel about it now because I didn't feel about it that I didn't feel that way about it. I was like, eh, yeah, I'll come on, I'll play whatever. But now I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it must be, it must be. So, what are your sounds... feelings of the voice actor change? Have you warmed the new voice actor? Are you okay with that? Um, well, I'll be honest. The weird thing that I was having a problem with was when he when he screams like, oh, yeah. it's a guy. I felt like he was, it kind of felt like a guy going, raw, instead of a guy actually going, oh, with like all yeah, his voice, yeah. you know, and like really belting it out. And that's how uh, T.C. Carson yes. did it back in like, he, the, I am the God yeah. of War. Like this guy went all into it. And I didn't feel like this guy was doing that. But actually some of the reviewers specifically pointed out that the way he yells is all amazing. Right. And it really gets you into it. So I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that that's the case. Um, I still, I'm still very curious what TC Carson would have done with this role if they'd given it to him. Like, I remember, um, what was it, Guy appearing to him in a vision as his wife and him going, I am so sorry. Yeah, I remember that. Like, he, 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 you remember that because he made it work so fucking well. He could do it. And I'm, I, I do feel really disappointed that, that we can't, I can't see him do it. And maybe he came in for auditions and they're just like, I'm sorry, man, you don't have the range for this. Like, you genuinely don't. And he's like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe that happened. But, but I, I'm, I, I do feel a little bit sad about that. Uh, I'm not as sad about this as I was about Kiefer Sutherland's Solid well, yeah, Snake. Well, that's because Kiefer Sutherland sucked as Snake. He did suck. He absolutely fucking sucked as Snake. And, um, so yeah, like, I'm, I'm more interested in getting, my fantasy game from Sony, like uh, yeah, like a like a Zelda esque ish 
There's some Loctis, apparently, action RPG, where the action is really, yeah. really good. Everyone's saying that the, like, you haven't seen shit as far as environments are concerned. The environments are mind-blowing, mm. and what what happens in the game does, like, live up to the God of War standard of One epic. One thing I saw, and, and I, I gleaned a couple, I, didn't, I did not read many of these, but I saw that, that and we're talking about God of War again, amazing. <laughs> apparently, we're both hyped for it. Mm. I saw that, that, you know, in some of the previous games, the camera would zoom out. And you have Kratos yes. as like two pixels tall and this giant ass thing. Apparently that doesn't happen in this very often or, or often at all. Well, okay. No, the, the deal is, is, um, do you remember Children of Men? Yeah. That, that, that action movie with the, like the amazing explosions. And there would be these moments in Children of Men where there was an action sequence that happened, but there were no camera cuts. Ye- yes. Yeah, so like when they're trying to like escape the farmhouse and he's like running along beside the car and then he gets in the, he dives into the car and they close the door and they, they drive off or a little like they have to run to start the yeah, car. Remember yeah. that? And the camera's like yeah, moves inside con- somehow, but it's, there's no cuts. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was all one continuous take and they, it was, they did it multiple times over the course of the movie and the reason they did it was because the audience knows that when a cut occurs, you're seeing some movie magic. Oh. And they, they didn't cut because they wanted, they wanted you to not be able to breathe during those sequences, to feel like this was all happening. And they decided, I don't know why Barlog decided to do it for God of War, but that's okay. the deal. Is from the moment you press start, Beyond, uh, beyond like dying and respawning, there is never a cut in this game. And that's not to say the camera doesn't move. It does. It just makes it very, very hard for them. Because in most cutscenes, you can have two characters facing each other, and we can cut to see this person's expression as they say something, and then we can cut to see that person's reaction. You can't do this here. So how they've staged everything, and mm. they don't like, they rarely take camera control away from you to say, look at this thing happening, because, you know, you're in the middle of combat. You have control of the camera now. Um... So it's it it was like a challenge that they threw down for themselves, and apparently it really pays off according yeah, to so reviewers. So they're making cinematography choices in a video game. I like it. That's that's yes, that's, and that's cool. yes, and I'm sure there will be time. Like I, in fact, there's some screenshots of the blog where it is not in that over the shoulder yeah. perspective. Um, it just shows that when the like when they want um, when there's a cinematic going on, the camera will move, but there's never okay. a cut. Okay, and. So yeah, I don't think, and in combat, it's always over that shoulder, as far as we know. Uh, there's, there's more stuff that, that apparently you unlock later on that, um, that really kind of opens stuff up, but no one would say what it it's was. It's gotta be the Blades of Chaos. Yeah, that's yeah. your assumption. But, but I will, no, I don't even want to say, I don't even want to spoil that shit for, for listeners. But, uh, if you want, once we're off the air, I'll tell you what, what uh, it is. I don't want to know. What, 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 what type of thing I may want to discover on anyway. my own. We'll see. We'll see. I think you may. I think you may. So, I... yeah. So, the long story short, neither of us are playing God of War. We're not. No, happy no, about we it. would sooner be playing that than just about anything else at the moment. Um, I, we gotta play I, I, I can see this, you know, it's, it's not even out yet, and I'm like, okay, is it going to be this or Red Dead 2 for the game of the year? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, based on what people are saying about this and what I've come to expect from, um, from mm-hmm. Rockstar, I don't know, man. It might be this. We'll see. Some of those screenshots yeah, in the West and, yeah, are so I mean, romantic. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I I feel like um, I mean I think you guys pointing out that the gameplay of Grand Theft Auto Five, I mean it was it was pretty meh, yeah. and it was pretty meh until you like level up your driving skill as this character or level up your shooting skill as that character, and then it becomes acceptable. Yeah. Or good enough, but it never—it was never amazing. And the fact that every reviewer is saying that this gameplay is amazing, okay. and the story is amazing, the world is amazing, the music is incredible, and they all complement each other, and they were designed to do this with each other, and like, oh, I can't wait for next week's podcast. We're just gonna spooge all over this. It's, I, I love that Sony gave the studio the time to do this. That they just didn't yeah. say we need, we need God of War Five in years. two years, Five years. or something ridiculous like yeah. that. Well, was it? It wasn't planned to come out last year. I don't year, think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, no release date. No, was they ever just announced. said that. Yeah, the they, they just said that this is this is a thing we're working on, but no one. Which which, I mean, I know we haven't heard. Last of Us Two has been absent. Um, what's that other zombie game that that everybody forgot about because they're not talking about it? Oh, yeah, uh, Days Gone has been completely Days absent. Gone. It's not absent. It's coming twenty nineteen. Okay, but still, they're not rushing it. Maybe we'll see some more at E three about it. So yeah, and and I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, Sony have actually been pretty good about that. Like, I didn't feel like anything was really missing from Horizon. Like, I like I think we were both disappointed that you didn't fight a Horus by the end of Horizon, one of yeah. the giant ones. Yeah, I think like I was pretty disappointed in that. I kind of felt like that was coming, and then it never came. Um, so, but I but I also didn't get the impression that they'd ever planned for it to happen. Gameplay wise, it would have been tough to do. It would have been like you're jumping around in this thing, breaking little pieces off or something like that. I mean, it's... no, 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 no. It's a fucking shooter. It's it's giant. Here's a glowing weak spot okay, on its giant body. Yeah, like come on. Well, but, <laughs> okay. I, I I mean, I hope that between like this and Horizon and Assassin's Creed Origins, that the bigger studios understand. That maybe remaining slave to the yearly development cycle is okay. Is is, is it's okay to get away from that? Because well, I mean, with the exception of Far Cry Five, which took longer and we got nothing out of it. Assassin's Creed Origins was good. God of War has been a long time since the last God of War. It's okay. It, it relieves genre fatigue. Well, got no. I think this almost seems like a different genre. I suppose it's not just it's not just a straight action game. It's, it's a bigger, deeper yeah. experience now. Well, it's it's the those were those were riffs on Devil May Cry. Yeah, and this is this is a riff on God of War with a riff on Zelda with a riff on Dark Souls with a riff on like all this other shit. And um, yeah, like this this is a real evolution. This is like this is like a next step. This is like Naughty Dog going from. From uh, <clears throat> Jack to Uncharted, <laughs> or from Uncharted, or from Uncharted to Uncharted Two, at yeah. the very least. And um, hmm. sweet, so, so yeah, I don't even know where I'm going. No, with this. Yeah, we're both just thinking about playing this game, and we're not playing this game. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's, it's frustrating. My thumbs are blue. I got blue <laughs> thumbs. They ache. I'm telling they ache you. And, oh, and on Friday, it's going to be all over the place, man. Uncontrollable. It's gonna be awesome. What are the, what's the time they're talking about? Um, 30, 40 hours? Something like that? Well, uh, I think between... Some people are saying like 25 hours if you just do the okay. main plot. And then 40 plus okay. to do everything. Yeah, so it's big. <sighs> Next week we'll be able to talk about the actual game. And and not, not just videos about, about the it. game. <laughs> I'm dying. So I think so. Headlines. Headlines. 
In Overwatch news, uh, Blizzard has accidentally reduced the cooldown on Hanzo's Scatter Arrow, a crappy and evil skill that they're now working on replacing with something less stupid from 12 seconds to 9 Whoa. seconds. Now, instead of fixing it for the next six or whatever weeks or how long it's going to take them to release the rework, which, by the way, isn't even on the PTR yet, they've said they're just going to leave it. <laughs> and again, they're removing the skill because it's such unfair bullshit. And they're just going to leave it in competitive mode and all that jazz. Fucking <laughs> stupid. Uh, a 6v6 competitive elimination mode was patched in this week with no prior announcement, which is really odd. Uh, I checked after the patch went live yesterday, and no, Scatter Arrow was still 9 nice. seconds. Fucking assholes. Uh, beautifully, they've also patched the retribution event so that if an ally is off the dropship and dies at the end of the map, the dropship will just take off huh. and you still win. Yet, sca Hanzo Scatter Arrow was still 9 seconds. <laughs> So just, they just don't uh, care. Not about that part. No, the thing is, it's so egregious. I wonder if it's intentional. If it's like, let's just give all those Hanzo mains of fun, bef some fun before we nerf it with Barrage or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't. I don't feel like it's, it was a legit mistake. I feel like someone thought it would be cool to do. Snuck it through. But they're not admitting Somebody it. Snuck it in. Yeah. And that's it for Overwatch wow. news this week. Uh, the Banner Saga 3 will launch July 24th on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Still no dates on 1 and 2 for Switch. I didn't play any of those. I feel like I should have. I think I started playing the first one on PS4, and but, th but they said it was coming to Switch, or said it was coming to Vita, so I stopped yeah, I playing to wait for it yeah. to come out on Vita, and then I just never picked it up. See, I even, I, I have I two sitting on my Xbox, because it was free one month, but I wasn't going to play two without oh. playing one, and because of that, I've never actually gotten around to doing it. Yeah, your save stuff carries yeah, over. See, to. I definitely apparently no. It's it's a really unusual combat system because um, you're okay. So let's say you have nine health squares, mm -hmm. right? And this guy you're attacking has fifteen health squares. When you attack him, you will do nine damage Ooh. to him. So he had fifteen. Now he's down mm -hmm. to six. Yeah, right. So when he attacks you, he will hit you for six damage. So there's an there's an incentive to stay healed. No, well, yeah, and and to manage your hit points and to manage the hit points of yeah. the enemy team. So you may not want to just go up to this guy and kill him. What you want to do is get him down to one, so that when he attacks you, it yeah. does nothing, and then get his buddy down to one, and then wipe them all. Interesting. So yeah, like it, it's it's some it's some really yeah. interesting stuff, and of course the the narrative is huge, and the choices you make apparently do have a real yeah. impact on things, and the carryover between okay. each game. Yeah, I gotta wait for that. Uh, awesome modern turn-based RPG Battle Chasers Night War will arrive on the Nintendo Switch on May 15th. Did you 15th. finish that? Yeah, I know uh, Alex no. did. Yeah, no, I got to like uh, Pepsi <laughs> enemy. Um, I got I got quite a ways through, but then I hit like a a, a oh, difficulty spike. Oh, wall! to go back and yeah. Yeah, and they they rebalanced it like later, like they released a bunch of patches to rebalance it. But at that point, I was already involved okay. in other stuff. And, but I'm looking forward to it on Switch. I think it'll <laughs> be cool. Uh, Jotun Valhalla Edition will arrive on Switch next week, April 27th. Else, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. We've had this. <laughs> we, we, we've had this, we've had this conversation it's, via email, so the listeners haven't heard it. But he's basically like, don't buy, don't buy Jotun no. on Switch. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> he's like, no, man, it's, it's, it's really not very good. There's nothing to do when you're not fighting the bosses. So I'm like, I know. <laughs> but it's when you fight those bosses, it looks really cool. <laughs> it looks, it looks really cool. And that one move you can do with the axe. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah it's you, no you, you're talking That's about true. you know weapons with a good like wham or a smack factor. When she uses the axe, it did, oh, it did have yeah. a good wham. <laughs> yeah, it's got a good wham. Uh, now, elsewhere in Thunder Lotus news, the developer hearted a suggestion on Twitter this week that awesome Metroidvania Sundered may arrive on the handheld as well, the Switch. And the uh, Thunder Lotus replied with a gif of the genie from Aladdin pulling a zipper closed yeah. across his mouth. All right. It's that so, eventually, is that that's a safe bet on that one, yeah. That's certainly the impression I get, and that's mm. fucking awesome. Uh, THQ Nordic will not be at E3 2018. So there will not be Darksiders 3, there will not be Titan Quest, and there will not be Biomutant News at E3 this year. In a press release, they basically said they could either go to E3 or all go to FIFA games together, and they're going to watch FIFA. E3 just is not what it used to be, is it? It was well, last year. Okay. It's still pretty good. Like, you know, okay, Electronic Arts, their conferences sucked for like two years, two or yeah. three years in a row. But uh, Sony and Microsoft still bring it. Um, Nintendo doesn't really, but Ubisoft usually has some hype-worthy games that end up not being very good. Wait, THQ, isn't that Doom? No, no, Doom is Doom no. is um, Bethesda. Bethesda. Okay. Yeah, and Bethesda's they and Bethesda's E3s yeah. for the past three years have been spectacular. I thought I read somewhere that we might actually years. get a Doom announcement. I wouldn't. Know. Yeah, it's been a while. It has. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, Capcom has filed multiple new Onimusha trademarks in markets across the globe. I can see hmm. them bringing that one back. I, I, I don't want remasters, though, because each of those games were okay, but they all had some issues with them. Well, not only that, but they were like, these are like Resident Evil Code Veronica yeah, generation it's, it's games, it's you know? Yeah, old stuff, so like, just, yeah, just really take that is. character and then let's make a, make a new one out of that. Well, maybe they saw Neo and were like, hmm, we should no, get in on I that. No. Oh my god. Sony, Sony's making Ghost of Tsushima. We need to, there's a samurai craze. Capcom I'd love to see a samurai like craze. This, that, that reactionary. Either that or maybe they're just going to bring the character into a fighting game or something like that. Hmm. hmm. Potentially. I, I'm still, I still am holding up, I'm still holding up a candle for Virtual Fighter. Oh, you want to play Virtual Fighter? Buy the most recent Yakuza. Yeah. The entirety of Virtual Fighter Five is playable inside Yakuza Six. Is there multiplayer uh, over share play? Yes. That's yes, fucked it up. Is. It's pretty weird. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, in an article about the problems that plague the developer of Mafia Three on Kotaku this week, it was revealed that some of the studio's staff quote moved to the top secret studio next door to work on an unannounced new Bioshock game. I'm not sure, I like that news because I did like Mafia Three, but not for the combat or the driving or anything like that. Well, I, yeah, I mean, who knows? Hmm. We'll see. But I will say, over the weekend, actually, I put Bioshock Infinite back in and I played the opening. And I, I played up until the point where I got Murder of Crows and a little bit past there. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and you can say that because Alex isn't here. He'll get you back next week for that. No, Alex knows my feelings. <laughs> uh, EA announced last week that co-op adventure A Way Out has sold a million copies. More than EA expected it to that move. That blows my mind that a couch co-op only game sold a million copies. Yeah. Well, it got fabulous reviews when it came out, as I recall. I kind of want to Metacritic it now. But, um, yeah, just the fact that it is a couch co-op game that they're, yeah, that's, that's really I mean, about. yeah, I, I thought that that thing was going to be, that it was too niche. It was too specific. That is, that is, that is very but, niche. But a million copies. I mean, good for that guy. He needs hmm. his drug money. 81%. He really does. Co yeah. That Coke's not going to buy itself. not cheap. Huh. 
uh, Sega have announced that they will hitch themselves to Nintendo's coattails and release a Genesis Mini in 2018. The included games have not been announced, but I'd hazard Sonic and Echo, and I don't think... What's interesting about that is that they are not going to be producing the hardware themselves. They're contracting out with someone else who already made kind of a... A really shitty version that didn't work really well. So thanks, Sega, for having kind of an idea and then implementing it poorly. There you go. In other words, Sega... (laughs) I've got to get this story out there. People must know the truth. Call the Inquirer. <laughs> um, Zeboid Games Cosmic Star Heroine for Vita will finally launch on April 24th. I think it's like two years after wow. its previous launch or something. Yeah, but it's good on them for actually yeah. sticking with it and putting it out. I will buy it just to say thanks to those Maybe guys for doing so. it. Uh, crappy action-adventure Hellblade sold 50,000 units on Xbox One, proving that there is truly no accounting for taste. People get suckered in by something. And the thing is, people bring it up, and I warn them, and they don't believe me. It's like I'm making it up. Critics, did they did they then play it and come back to you and go, wow, uh, you're right? Sometimes. Other times, they just don't say anything after the fact. <laughs> well, but yeah, like, the thing is, reviewers were very kind to that game, and I think it was just like, I, I like, this is a shitty thing to say, but I feel like it was like a pity vote because they're trying to be socially conscious, raising awareness about uh, mental health issues. And I'm not saying that's not a good, po- that's a good positive thing. It is. Um, you know, good good on you for doing that, but make yeah, a good yeah, game. <laughs> that's that, that would be part of it. Game first, yeah, statement second, or at least with the game, not statement. And then what can we stick yeah. to this? Oh, yeah. well. Uh, Dark Souls Remastered for Switch will not launch alongside the PS4, Xbox One, and PC version on May 25th. Instead, it will come, quote, this summer. <laughs> Are they actually, like, remastering that? Like, reworking the graphics or anything like that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's Dark Souls remade in the Dark Souls oh. 3 engine. And the Dark Souls 3 engine was okay. pretty sexy. Okay. And that'll run on the Switch. Yeah. Well, apparently that's where they're having Got a problem. It. Okay. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> Uh, but no, apparently it's running. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw it, or they, they said that it was up and running on the Switch. They just want time to, uh, uh, work on, but it wasn't bugs. It's, it's gotta be frame rate issues or things like that, or how to, how to oh. handle the different handheld versus docked modes. Either way, I am super disappointed because that's what I was going to be playing during A3 this year. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the Don't Star physical release for PS4 and Xbox One is actually out. Problem. The PS4 discs only seem to include Don't Starve Together and not the core game or the expansions. So you have to download it? Um, no, no, that's unintentional. Oh. And so Clay Whoops. put up on their website, like, like the, the day it was released, they put up, a, they put up a, a statement on their forums saying, okay, guys, this is happening. We don't know how it's happened. We don't know how widespread the issue is. We're looking into it. We'll update you as soon as we know wow. something. So they were beautifully responsive yeah. about it. But no, this is a See, major that's, fuck that's up. not even on them. They don't print that. the discs. They get, they contract that out with someone else. I bet you somebody like grabbed the wrong image and printed them out or something like that. That's unfortunate. That's. Ooh. That's yeah, like the uh, this is the first time they've done a physical yeah, release. They're getting screwed. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's really shitty. Uh, word is Call of Duty Black Ops Four won't have a quote traditional single player campaign and will have a battle royale mode. Um, all right, that means I won't need to play it. That's fine. Yep, I saw I saw a really nice tweet today. It was it was it was like the the byline the line was something like just a hundred enter, and it was like every video game company coming with their own battle royale game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't understand where there is to go with that. I have not played PUBG. I have played Fortnite. 
You played the Battle Royale yeah, mode of Because Fortnite? it's free. Okay. I just downloaded well, it on Xbox One. And they've made some significant improvements on it. I played it when it first came out. I was like, nah, and I played it. Okay, I didn't play it again. My son wanted to play it. I'm like, that's eh, free, fine, whatever. And I looked at it, I'm like, wow, visually it actually looks better. They've made some changes to it. And I still, I mean, I played around and I don't need to play it anymore. I don't know what else there is to do with that. I mean, is it even a genre? It feels like it's more like just a, like a game type. I mean, what do you, what do you, what more do you do with that? How do you call of duty that? Well, Bigger guns, yeah, I mean, it is just game type. Strikes and the and thing is, to Call of Duty, it wouldn't you need a map the size of which is not often would, seen yeah, in a Call it would of Duty be game? Huge. You'd need like a battlefield size map because you can. You're, I mean, in Call of Duty, you're lethal from so far away with the right weapon. So hmm. I, it's it's totally a fad, and in a couple of years it'll go away, which is fine. See, you say that now, and next it'll be an esport. <laughs> Americans will be getting their food stamps exclusively from Battle Royale video game games. <laughs> and maybe you can trade it in for healthcare. <clears throat> uh, a research firm concluded this week that loot boxes and skins gambling will amount to a $50 billion industry by the year 2022. Eh, it's already going away. Loot boxes? Absolutely. Do you see how fast mm. EA backtracked from all of that? No, see, I think... I. Okay, loot box money on consoles is a thing. I'm not saying it's not a thing, but I think it is absolutely dwarfed to the size of the thing that is mobile. Oh, game. okay. You know what? I wasn't even yeah. taking that into consideration because I don't do yes, any mobile talking. gaming. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I I rescind yeah. my cynicism. Yeah. That's awful. Quote, casual games on smartphones. Oh yeah, you're right. I wow. I remember reading about some guy who dropped tens of thousands of dollars on that Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy Warrior something something. Yeah, 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 because because you had like a, a percentage chance to get to get this legendary yeah. item. Yeah, and he, it, it, like it ruined but, his marriage and I mean it was awful. Yeah, yeah. And and th- those aren't well okay, there was one what was I th- I think it was a Warframe game. Uh yeah, it was Warframe. Okay. I know what Warframe about, is, right? yeah. Okay, so yeah, Warframe did, does loot boxes. And for a while, they did, I want to say that this was about, um, this was about in-game pets. Okay. And there was a certain pet that you could get from these loot boxes, that you could only get from the loot boxes. And they noticed that one person in particular was literally blowing all their money, like an ungodly amount of money on loot boxes for, for just this pet thing. So what, what do you think this company I would hope. did? I have heard that the developer war from developers are not as blood sucking, terrible human beings as EA. So I would hope that they contacted this person and got them help. They patched out the loot. Box. Okay. That's close. They got rid of, they got rid of that okay. loot box. So yeah, like I, I did think that was kind of a, that was, that was really nice yeah. to see. Um, but well, I mean, the know. Warframe community is much smaller than say a call of duty community. And I use community and in the loosest of terms. <laughs> Yeah, they are they are very very positive about that game. I touched it. it once when it first came out, but apparently it's like morphing to something completely different now. I, I don't I don't remember if I played it or if I just watched some video and was like. No. I played it and it was it was right near the beginning and it was like you know loose space ninja fighting in spaceships kind of samey stuff. I'm like oh eh. yeah, I don't I don't I've never gotten into the dress up portion of these games. Ever in any game. I mean, when I when I played Tekken, Tekken's got a huge customization thing in there. I never got into that. Um, Soul Calibur will have a huge you know, dress up thing. I won't get into that. I never do that in games. I don't understand 
the Virtua Fighter Four and oh, Five had it, and I really okay. got into it. Yeah. It's my guys it, look. It awesome. is not required. Like okay, speaking of of pretty princess dress up, Far Cry Five, you can do that. You can buy shirts and crap, and, you know, trucker hats and and wife beaters. Yeah, but you can't exactly. See it that's my that's that's, that's my confusion with that. You have all of this in a first person game. Yeah, but there's multiplayer. I think that's why. And plus, you see it when you die. You see it when you die. I mean, were there, were there mirrors in the bathrooms? Even I just uh, nothing that really. Okay, gave yeah. See, I maybe that's a generational thing. Maybe it's just the way I play games. I don't. I never really have gotten into taking my avatar and pimping him out in a specific way. I just want the numbers. I want well, the stats. Now, I, I don't know why I feel the need to preface this with with the footnote that I am a straight male. <clears throat> I'm also a white straight male, so I'm as privileged as you can possibly get. But as a young boy, at like, you know, six, seven, eight, man, I was a fashionista <laughs> in parties. I would... I would go over to friends' houses and I, I would like put together a character with their Barbies and dress them up and they were looking like, fabulous. And actually, I had little girls compliment me on my Barbie girl, style. You don't know how to dress your girl, Barbie. Yeah, that Barbie's looking mm. tight. <laughs> so no, I've I've always I've always kind of enjoyed that and I've always I've always got it. And so like yeah, like our like I did it in Senran Kagura. I totally do it in Virtual Fighter games. I do it. Uh, I mean, to a point, I kind of do it in Overwatch. Well, you've got, yeah, there's not much you can, do, you can do, but you've got the specific skins or whatever that you like, and those are the ones you use. Where yeah. when I played Overwatch, I never even changed off of the default skin because I don't, I don't care. Yeah, there's no yeah need it doesn't. To. It did not confer any gameplay benefit to me, so yeah. I never did it. It's it's like I would never understand in like World of Warcraft, people not using an item because it didn't match the rest of their items. Like I don't care if you look like a clown. What's your damn role? <laughs> Yeah, and and that's actually something that usually really pisses me off about RPGs, and I'm sure I'm kind of going to dislike it in God of War, is when I want an item for its stats, and then I put it on, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, but it I, hits hard. I, yeah. It, yeah, it took me forever to get to wear the entire dancer's uniform, uh, the dancer set in Dark Souls okay. 3, and like I had to wear that whole thing, because, man, that game is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Feel good about yourself when you're playing it. Yeah. Yeah, I look so good. I look so Kill good. these guys with style. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well. And in in RPGs, at least, there's something kind of intimidating about it. I hmm. um, and it really bothered me in God of War that the higher up you went in gear, the stupider your gear usually Yeah, that's looked. true. Like like it just looked more and more chunky. And I don't want to say that Battle Chasers, Joe Mad, or Blizzard usually look shitty, but it just gets silly. Like, it gets fucking silly with all the big, chunky, like, fucking eagle heads coming off my shoulders <laughs> and shit. And I just want to look like a rogue. But they did a thing in World of Warcraft where you can take any item and make it look like any other item. So you could just find, like, your your perfect rogue set that this is a stylish fucking rogue, and it has all the best stats in the game because I have the best equipment. Oh. I love that. I never got the chance to use it because they implemented that after I left the game, but yeah, I thought that was I think was I saw something like that beautiful. in Terraria, where there's actually two equipment slots. There's your vanity slot and your stat slot. Mm. And you can put two different things and in there. You could do it in uh, Diablo 3, too. Really? Yeah, you could You could enchant stuff to look like oh, other stuff. I must have never... Yeah, I didn't care. I was just, was really like, cool. chasing that plus one something. Or plus two. It was very expensive. Yeah, I would imagine... Blizzard knows where the money is. <laughs> hmm. 
not like money expensive. It was like you know, like yeah, you gotta grind for it. You gotta work for it. Yeah, because this was long after they'd gotten rid of the the, uh, the oh, that was money the, the auction, auction house. house. That was gone before the console release. They realized that. Yeah, I think it was idea. like the first year they yeah. got rid of it. Yeah. I remember watching the Metacritic for Diablo 3 and be like, whoa, people are pissed. <laughs> it's better now. Uh, it got better. So. Diablo. Oh, I type Diablo. Okay, so for PlayStation 4, it's 90. For Xbox One, it's 86. And for PC, yeah. 88. I think, I think yeah. they might have might have pulled out a lot of the bad ones from the very beginning because I remember it dropped way down low like right after it came out Pol- Polygon gave it a hundred seriously which which know, version weird well let's go hang on let, let me read full review Angels and Demons published on in 2012 and yeah 10 out of 10 so somewhere in my oh here it is here it is going way back on my blog to, I don't even know what the date this is. April 20th. Yeah, April 20th, I think. I have a screenshot of a Metacritic user score okay. of 3.3. Oh, that doesn't count. Yeah, no, user score doesn't count. I'm talking about actual I know, score. but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Polygon gave Far Cry 5 a 6.5. I'm not going to argue with them with that. No, that's correct. What do they give Nino Cooney? Can I scroll to the side? You know, Nino Cooney's Nino falling into nine. that Hellblade thing where everybody loved it and you guys didn't. Or and we'll see where I land on it because I mean I am going to play well, it, but once God of War is done. Uh, an, an important consideration for me, at least, is that it wasn't fun. Well, that's kind of why you're playing video games. <laughs> that yeah, I do try. And on like seriously, Darkest Dungeon is funner <laughs> than Nino Cooney. Darkest Dungeon gave me hives. I couldn't. <laughs> Oh my god, this... Did you Darkest actually play Dungeon? it? I bought it when it was yeah. a pre-release. I have it on Steam. Oh. Oh, because, yeah, that was going to be my suggestion. You said you wanted something small to play. No, I, I have it. I'm like, you should buy no, Darkest Dungeon on I, PS4. No, I, right right now, yes. I, I have basically, I have yes, one more evening to fill, and it's, I'll play Hand of Fate 2 for one more evening, and then I'm, what sucks is I've got some stuff going on on Friday night, so I can't devote, don't devote the entire evening to it. But I'll have Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday... And you'll have more hours than me because you're not going to do anything else on Monday, are you? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be totally awesome. It's just going to be me and like a pile of cupcake wrappers. <laughs> we have to do an episode on gaming comfort food. What do you eat? Hmm. What do you eat while you're playing? I usually really? don't, actually. Yeah, like if, I, if I'm eating, it's it's like a separate thing. It's like I got I get up, I leave the room, I go downstairs. I usually make oh. some. See, I'll have a yeah. bag of something with me usually. Of like barbecue chips or jalapeno chips or something. Okay, what the fuck is that? Is that it's? There's a news feed that I follow on Twitter. It's like what now or something oh. like that. Um, hang on, just let me let me find one because I saw one that they put up and I've never seen a story that they put up that pissed me mm-hmm. off. But here it is. Now this. It's called now okay. this news, and it's very left leaning. Um, but I, but I like it because they like taking the piss out of Trump. But they released a thing the other day that said all Canadians drink their milk out of plastic bags. What? And it showed it showed a seal. And this is a thing. This is a thing that does exist in in some Canadian. No, I've seen it too. You can get it in gas stations here. 
Yeah. Like a, a plastic yeah. bag of, of milk. And, and when, you know, you put it in a certain holder and then you cut now it. And you get a pitcher of milk. milk. Yeah. And, and now this was selling it like this is how all Canadians drink milk. We're like, no, we have fucking cartons. <laughs> Like we do, and and there's like one supermarket chain in Ontario that still sells milk by the bag, but the rest of us live in the current century. <laughs> like you guys fucking had milk in like glass bottles. We don't say that all Americans drink this shit. Like what the fuck? What can, what can we say about all Canadians? Do all Canadians live? Is it Tim Hortons? Tom Hortons? Tim Hortons. Tim do all Hortons. Canadians love Tim Hortons? What about what about I mean, actually lately? Lately, we're kind of pissed off at Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons was purchased by the same company that owns Burger King, which uh, is actually based in Brazil, I think. And as part of a cost-cutting maneuver, they started using pre-baked frozen donuts. And the taste of their donuts and the size of their donuts just went... And the only other major chain you've got up here for donuts is uh, Robin's Donuts. I don't know if you guys have those. But their donuts are, like, made in store... Deep fried in lard, Ooh. and boy, you can really taste that lard. <laughs> it's fucking, it's gross. Like they're both kind of gross. I'll be honest. The best donut uh, in Canada is actually Safeway, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Like it's just See, kind of reliable. In the U.S. in the states, we went through a couple of years ago, like five or six years ago, a Krispy Kreme boom, where suddenly mm-hmm. there are Krispy Kremes like Starbucks. Everywhere, and I remember, I remember when Rosie O'Donnell was talking it up like every oh, day on her show, and they were great. I actually prefer day-old Krispy Kremes because I've never had a Krispy oh. Kreme. Well, they're harder to find now because it, it was untenable. <laughs> there were too many of them all over the hmm. place, and somebody realized, hey, you think that would happen to Starbucks? Yeah, well, nobody goes to Starbucks anymore. They're racist. New no, service, uh, yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, but the. Uh... I, I don't I don't understand why Starbucks is so successful. Have you like because I've had just a cup of Starbucks coffee and I'm like yeah I'd like a coffee please. What, what kind? Like you know, a coffee. I just want a cup with some coffee in it. Like it blew these people's mind. They didn't want like a venti yeah. latte and they're like okay well we we have these kinds and I'm like okay medium roast. And so they pour me a coffee. This was the grossest <laughs> fucking coffee I've ever had in my life. Like it was gross it tasted so bad and it blows my mind that this chain is successful and the only reason they are is because what people actually get from starbucks is a mocha frappe sugar twist and so you don't actually taste the coffee you're just getting a sugar high and it's by the way seven bucks by lunch like you know what you guys could feed the world for what you pay the lines at starbucks regardless of the time of the day are humorous it's amazing that's yeah, weird. That's, that's what we do. We may not have any gun control, but we like our Starbucks. It's like a static. <laughs> Actually, it kind of is. When I want coffee I, at work, I go down to this kiosk that's in the rotunda of the building that I work in, and I pay them $2 for a cup of coffee. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's coffee. You put milk and you put milk and sugar in it, it's, it's, yeah. it's good. And sometimes they burn it. Ugh. Because they're not... A conveyor belt. <laughs> <laughs> There's just people. I drink coffee. I've never been a coffee person. You don't no, drink I don't. coffee. No, I get to work and I have a bottle of water and then I have another bottle of water in the afternoon and then I drink way too much soda at lunch always. So that's that's that. Well, I mean, that's very responsible and good. I, think. I should it's stop drinking the soda is what I should, but that's hard. Well, I mean, just the fact that you're not drinking coffee, I think you're, you know, my mom was, my mom was an addict for a long time for, for coffee. I was, I was hooked on, um, just regular Coke for a while. I was going through like five cans a day. 
And my dentist was like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'm making your kids rich with this. I'll stop. I'll stop. So I, I do enjoy a good Pepsi. Yeah. I, I don't I keep any Pepsi. in the house anymore. Because I would drink it. It's good to know your well, weaknesses. Uh, yeah. That that and video games. But one of them had to go. One of them had to stay. So My, um, my brother and my younger brother and I took my mom out for a birthday not too long ago. And I don't remember how it came up, but my little brother starts telling me that uh, there was a time when he was so stressed out, um, he was getting drunk every night. Nice. And I go, I had no idea that was happening. He goes, yeah. And I, and I go, like, how, how did you, how the hell did you get out of that? He goes, well, she just pointed out to me what was going on. And I recognized that what was going on was in fact going on. And I put a stop to it. Like he was becoming a drunk. And he had the presence of mind to realize what was happening and the self-control to get himself out of it. I told him that, that was amazing. That's, I thought it was yeah, amazing. I mean, it, it, it sounds like he was about a half a step from serious trouble. Yeah, but yeah, like, I'm, yeah, and so I thought it was, oh. and if, specifically for our family, because my older brother has a lot of demons that are... Um, winning the war, <laughs> and and I myself am have a hugely addictive personality that's gotten me into a lot of trouble, and I'm I'm very very cautious about alcohol in particular, yeah. and and gambling. Um, like I never gamble. Period. The closest loot I get boxes. is an Overwatch yep. loot box. Yep. Yeah, because I know exactly what I'm getting getting for my money. Um, so I'm very I'm I'm like paranoid about that shit as a general rule. And, um, and my dad was too, because he saw what it did to his dad. And, and so, yeah, like my entire, like everyone on both sides of my family, all my uncles on my father and my mother's side are drunks. And, uh, so yeah, the fact that this thing came from my little brother and he just turned around and said, Is he married? I was. Or do you have a girlfriend? uh, Well, Kamala. Okay. Okay. So he's got someone there who, who helped him recognize what was going on. Another set of eyes basically saying, Hey, you know, this is a bit much. Yeah, but you know, like when you, for a lot of addicts, when that moment comes and someone says, this is a bit much, the response is, hey, I work hard and I deserve to have a drink at yeah. the end of the day, or like I've got a handle on it. Like there's, you know, an, an addict will usually yeah. do anything. I make it to work in to, the morning, don't I? Well, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> your kidneys are crying. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I still no, I, 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 no, I do not disagree that you can just kind of up and stop something yeah. like that. That's, that is difficult. Yeah, so mm. good on him. I get the shakes when I don't know what to play. <laughs> this has been Addictions with Chamberlain and Chance. Tune in next week when we'll talk about video games, maybe. Uh, no, we're going to talk about God of War. God, Alex is buying them too, isn't he? I hope he is. Uh, you know what? I haven't. I assumed. Yeah. I just assumed. Why would I, you yeah, not? But then again, you know, he does have the new car, apparently. Well, new car is good. Working, Working is good. But Kratos is also good. Kratos is good. Having having him in our lives again, a, a, a older, wiser Kratos, dad Kratos, dad of war. <laughs> yeah, there, someone someone on the Penny Arcade forums was complaining that the title of the thread uh, didn't have oh, a dad joke it. in yep. it. Yep. Yeah, so they changed it to "Dad of War Axe Me About My Son." <laughs> <laughs> dad jokes. I love puns. <laughs> There's not going to be a single dad joke. Oh, I sure hope there is. Can you see? And if it is, someone else will make it, and Kratos will think about killing him. 
but this is the new Kratos. I hope Kratos makes it. I really hope ah, Kratos makes it. It's got to be at the end, then. It's got to be at the end of his journey. No, we we. I think we're going to learn. I think we're going to know Kratos better by a third of the way through this game than we ever did through the entirety of the PS2. Well, PS3 there's more series. going on with him. He's a more interesting character now. Yes, and. Well, I, so yeah, there was a writer who was a father talking about it, saying that our children force us to be better because we see ourselves through their eyes, and we want to, we want to like what we see, mm. and we want to give them a positive example to emulate because they are sponges. I learned yeah, it from see, watching you. Of children being better than you twice now. My son has run down the stairs with two different Rubik's cubes that he just managed to figure out how to solve. Something Aww. I've never done myself. I don't think I've ever had a gotten he's a on the, well, he's turned, he's, It's his birthday today. He turned 12. Oh. And he's like, wants all these different Rubik's Cubes. I'm like, it's your thing. Okay. Wow. That's just, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to fight it. Man, no, man. If, if that's, that's what he's, what he's into, into. So that and making functioning guns out of Legos. I got to work on that. Like, Can we make something else, please? Now is are we we talking we're talking like um, rubber yes, bands? Yes, that actually fire bullets okay. out of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that that that's and again, it's fun. age appropriate, so I'm not going to fight it too much. Mm. I just I love those. Rubber I just got to warn him that hey, uh, you you can't be downstairs watching me play God of War. Nope, 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 nope. Mm. It's still an M-rated game. You know, I don't I don't think we're going to see anything. Not that. I, I, I do yeah, not, like I not, doubt there'll be any of the sex scenes. Because honestly, be could they even get away with something like that now? Yeah, yes, if, if it was tasteful. Uh, has it ever um, been tasteful God in a God of, of War, War game? Yes, sir. No, but neither has a bunch, the bunch of stuff that this game is doing has never been in a God of War game. Um, PlayStation 4, okay. Okay, I'm just going to read this in my head without, okay. Content descriptions, blood and gore, intense violence, strong language. Hmm. All right, that answers the question. Yeah, there you go. There will be no, no jubilees. No naughty bits. Kratos has learned his lesson. Either that, or there's just no following up, Aphrodite. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, there is. I mean, to my knowledge, there is not a really a pantheon of good sex scenes. And if there were, I'm not sure I'd include that one in it. In video games or in general? Yeah. A pantheon of good sex scenes in video there games. There aren't any good sex scenes in video games. I mean, games. actually, yeah, like, because they're, they're all usually awkward. And I'll admit the one in three was actually, you know, kind of funny, because you pan away to these two women, they're like, oh, That was Aphrodite, God. wasn't it? Never yeah, seen that before. Yeah. yeah, that was Aphrodite. So that was kind of funny. But but it wasn't, you know, you, could, you couldn't call that no. a good sex scene. And I try to think of one, and where my mind Mass goes effect. to is the shower... Yeah, no, no, not Mass Effect. It's uh, Heavy Rain. Oh, I didn't actually get that I one. I, I shied away from it. It was terrible. It was freaking terrible. And, you know, wow, Mass Effect? Now, now Mass Effect or uh, Dragon Age? Uh, I'm thinking Mass Effect 2 when, when, when my Shepard and Tali finally got together. You don't see anything because you can't because, you know, it's Tali. Yeah. But it actually was believable, if that's a word. Tali was well, nervous I mean, you know, and talking if... about antibiotics, and Shepard's like, just, just do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty yeah. cute. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking about the blue the blue girl, I thought, when you said No, Tali. I don't remember her name. No, I, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, no, I saw that scene. That was a good scene. My Shepard my shepherd was Fem Shep, and I was always after Garrus. Oh, okay, okay. And so I, I just pictured a lot of scratching <laughs> and hissing. 
I'm like, how do you how do you kiss I, that? Not on the mouth. No, no uh, lips. Every tooth in there is like a little dagger. I, I don't, no, that's that's. But his personality—he's got such a great personality. <laughs> All right, we could tell we're desperate for God of War. Now we're dissecting sex scenes in other games. I guarantee you that in Detroit there will be a bad David Cage sex scene. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait for the reviews to come out. Give that thing 80s across the board. It'll sell 4 million fucking copies, and they'll get a license to do another game. When what they should get is just a swift beating, kicking the nuts, <laughs> and then no more money. No more money from Daddy. Uh, I'll play it, because I'm curious. I've played all the other ones. Um, you'll play it because you're a masochist. I play it because I play everything eventually. I haven't suffered enough in this life. I think I'll play the next David <laughs> Cage game. Hey, Beyond Two Souls was... um, Okay. It, no, really yeah, shitty. It was pretty shitty. It was pretty shitty. Super yeah. shitty. And then he went ahead and made a nude model of an actress who spe- specified in her contract that that should never happen. Yeah, that's I forgot it. That was Ellen Page, wasn't it? Yeah, that, yeah. that was pretty shitty. That's yeah. pretty fucked up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like his his games are shitty. His writing is shitty. He's completely self important, and I'm willing to qualify that as a low grade creep factor form of sexual assault. Did anything ever happen with that legally? I don't remember if she actually took suit against him or not. I, I don't believe so. I think she just kind of thought better that's of at it. Least eh, shit- done with you. That's at least as shitty as David as Louis C.K. We're not in Bill Cosby territory, no, but we're no, in Louis C.K. Bill C. Cosby territory is pretty rarefied air. No, you got you know you got Cosby, you got Weinstein. Hell, man, there's That's thousands. True. Well, yeah. name, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure. There's probably like like we don't have time to list off all the names, which is but the, but nobody ever liked um, Weinstein. People liked Cosby. People liked Louis you know C.K. I was thinking about that the other day, and I don't think I ever told you this. And you know, maybe this won't come as a surprise to you because once I get on the mic, I like talking. <laughs> Um, but when I was young, it was my dream to be a stand-up. Okay. Comic. Okay. And right now, if anyone, if I, if I was a professional comic, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day, but if someone asked me what my influences would be as a comedian, it would be Dave Chappelle and Bill Cosby. Yeah. Because in the seventies, I think it was the seventies, Cosby put out all oh, these albums. I heard them. They're amazing. They're hilarious. They are amazing and i have listened to all those albums probably 30 times each <laughs> when when i was a kid i remember laying on my stomach in the living room or laying on my back in the living room with my head mm-hmm. on a pillow just listening to i think it was called to david my, with, my brother who or no to, to russell my to brother russell, whom my I slept brother with. whom i slept with yeah and is that the uh, one with buck buck on it buck buck number one coming in or, or no okay no and then there was remember remember yeah, the Vuba, Noah bit Vuba Vuba, Vuba Ding Vuba. Noah Noah somebody think somebody say hmm? my name yeah what's a cubit Vuba, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> I could I could do an uncomfortable amount of that sketch and the thing is they're no less funny than they used to be but if somebody caught me listening to that I'd feel kind of bad I'd be like yeah I, st- yeah. I still do like that I it's yeah. It's tainted. Yeah, it it's it's hardcore tainted. But but the fact is, no, like Bill Cosby was fuck, amazing. And Weinstein had his hands in some of the best movies of the past 30 mm-hmm. years, probably. 
Um, but the fact that they're accomplished doesn't mean anything. The fact that they're accomplished only means that when someone points them out and they're held accountable for it, it actually does cause reverberations. Yeah. And, um, yeah, those are, those are just the most famous examples that we know of. You know what, so, com- you know what comic yeah, was I- never tainted? George Carlin. Oh, yeah, he was mm-hmm. a good one. But, you know, he was from a different time. We'll never know. That's true. He was dead before anybody caught anything. Who knows? That's right. I, uh, see? George Carlin was good. Far as I know, Dave Chappelle's been very good. You know, he's got a wife and kids. And, um, well, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of famous people who haven't raped anyone. <laughs> what do we even say? The fact that you had to think about it for a second, though, is kind Holy of telling. Who do I know who hasn't raped? Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That we 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 we've, we've reached like delirious heights. Now we're talking about comics and and. I'm sorry, everyone. That's that's, that's okay. It's understandable because we're we're, we're so such a large portion of our thought process is, is taken up by why are we not playing God of War right now? Yeah, so I'm I'm saying stupid stupid male things. Well, we are stupid males. What do you want from us? This is the best we can do. Don't be sorry. Be better. <laughs> something Kratos, that's something says, Kratos to kid? says to Atreus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Well, next week at this time, Alex will be here. And we will have played God of War. And I will be able to tell you if that 95 is bullshit or not. Because it might be. That is a possibility. Because let's face it, Breath of the Wild got a 97 and that's bullshit. Hillblade got tons of great reviews. That's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. So, we'll see. So, yeah, this 95 might be bullshit. Let's find out next week. Next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Ba-dum-bum.